0: all right let's move on i am proclaiming the death of twitter i am here (laughs) right now twitter is dead Town, somewhere in the city, back of my neck, feeling dirty and gritty. As we start recording episode number 157 of the promo upfront podcast, I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the Youth Minister of Yeezy, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today?
1: Oh, I'm doing well, man. We are officially into the, the dog days of summer. Uh, the the weather's finally warmed up here in Ohio. It's Not that it was bad, but it's really, really warm here. And I love that. You know that I love that. And so things are good, man. How are you?
0: I'm good. Um, it is hot here. It is summer here. We have had a ridiculous amount of humidity recently, which usually mm. we get in August. Um, we've had it here in June and July. And the honestly the air just cannot hold all that moisture so we've had some super rowdy thunderstorms blow through uh, a lot of afternoons uh, blowing things around uh, blowing shutters off the house and things like that but honestly yeah it's okay but like i said you said it's summer it's hot and it got me to thinking kirby as things often do i don't know about you but when i'm hot there's no better way to cool off in summer than a dip in a swimming pool yeah you know, and but when you're done, Kirby, there's something you gotta do. You gotta dry off. You need something to dry you off, which is why I'm thrilled our friends at Kanada Towel are sponsoring this fine broadcast today. Now they have a whole bunch of really great towels. Now my personal favorite, though, especially from a branding perspective, is the Epicolor line of towels that have that cool edge-to-edge sublimation. Mm-hmm. It means you can take even the most complex graphic or picture and put it right on the beach towel. And you know how I feel about towels, Kirby. And I think you say, You feel the same way. Yeah. Best value imprint in the industry because nobody ever throws away a beach towel. We've got beach towels from 15, 20 years. I'm sure everybody listening does the same. But uh, if that weren't good enough, Kirby, and by golly, it is. How about this? No minimums and no setup charges. That's right. I don't know about you, but don't you love how those fully sublimated towels from Kanata look and feel?
1: Yeah, no, I I am a big fan. That's one of the big um, enhancements, I think. Beach towels have always been an awesome gift. It had a high perceived value, a giant imprint area. But the level of, of beauty that you can get with the decoration now has just been amazing. It makes them off the charts.
0: It really is, really. Is. And I couldn't have said it better myself, Kirby. To see the magic of the Epicolor fully sublimated beach towel and the all the amazing towels that Kanada offers, head over to canadatowel.com Plus, if you're going to be in Chicago for the ASI show later this month, why don't you stop by booth 331. You'll see Kirk Russell there, a couple of the other folks from Kanada there, and you can touch and feel the comfort Kanada brings to the table. All right, Kirby. So we are at episode number 157, Uh, made it this far. Let's see if we can go to 158. So let's get through this (laughs) podcast. I've got the upfront section. I don't know about you, this Kirby, if you knew this, but Kanye West and Dove Charney are having an apparel love child. Um, (laughs) uh, Kanye West Uh. has tapped Dove Charney to be the CEO of Yeezy. Are
1: you familiar with this story, Kirby? I have only read the headline. I, I, th- honest to God, I thought it was like a joke. So sure, fill me in on the details, cause I, I, I oh. couldn't do anything but roll my eyes.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a joke. I'm just not sure I get the punchline. Um, so apparently those two ding dongs have worked together in the past. Uh, <laughs> LA Magazine is reporting that some of their collaborations included. Uh, L.A. Apparel, uh, printing certain controversial T-shirts for Yee. I believe that was the White Lives Matter T-shirt they're referencing. Okay. Um, You know, I think we know the past of Dov Charney. So many uh, sexual harassment lawsuits back when he was running American Apparel. Same thing has happened at L.A. Apparel. Uh, You know, Kanye West or Yee, as he is known. uh, Certainly no stranger to controversy, as our friends across the pond might say. So I want to know. Uh, you know, because he has all those anti Semitic rants and things like that. So I want to ask you, Kirby, is this a match made in
1: heaven or is it a match made in hell? It is, I, I mean, I'm not often speechless, but when I saw this, I, I think I, I, I saw Danny Rosen say that he thought it was an onion headline because it just mm-hmm. seems so out there. Now, you know, I think at the end of the day, one of the things, one of the mistakes I think I see people making is they think marketing is all about shock value. Uh, you know, you hear the the concept that um, there's no such thing as bad press. And I just think right. that's bullshit. I do not believe that at all. And so the idea that, yes, this makes for a headline. Yes, that makes for a conversation. But the idea that two people who, and I know neither of these people personally, but they seemingly have a yep. history of making incredibly poor decisions over and over again, especially when it comes to dealing with females, quite honestly, I, the this just seems like a catastrophic idea to me. Uh, couldn't agree more. Couldn't have made a worse
0: choice to <laughs> run Yeezy, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you have two very headstrong, um, they're leaders, whether you like them or not, they, they lead organizations. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't see them... Holding hands and singing "Kumbaya," I see a lot of friction and not the good creative kind that results in innovation. I see friction that is going to burn the house down even further. Wow. Honestly, I thought the Yeezy brand was dead with all the anti-Semitic stuff from a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, so I'm surprised it's even still around. I know uh, Adidas dumped them. Yeah. You know all that. So I honestly I think this is. It's exactly what you said. It's marketing shock value for shock value sake. Um, you know, I'm not sure he's actually going to be CEO. CEO. It's coming out that, you know, certainly uh, Ye is uh, having Dove uh, uh, included on important decisions. By the way, what what two goofball names are those? Anyway, um, so I, I don't, I think this is kind of, it's going to make a big splash then, which yeah. is what they want. Yeah. And then it's going to, fade into nothing i just don't see i don't see anything really happening here well and and a great comment by danny by the way that it does feel like an onion uh, headline
1: well and i think the at the end of the day i'm not their target market right so the idea that that um i don't think it's a good idea maybe maybe they don't care about that i'm sure they don't care that about my opinion but you know maybe there is a, a a market there that would think this is a match made in heaven i I just, man, it is too combustible, and to, after a while, you know, what is that quote that they say that after somebody shows you over and over again who they are, believe them.
0: Yeah. Like, right? Th-
1: these folks have yeah. shown me over and over again who they are, I, and and they they make it so that I just don't want to be associated in any possible way. Right. And I
0: wonder, you know, if you we're making a bigger deal about it in our industry because of Dove. I don't think he's that well known outside our industry. So it'll be very interesting. And then what you said was was absolutely uh, perfect. You know, when people show you again who they are over and over again. Believe them. Uh, I think we've both had those type of experience, you know, with people uh, in in the industry and out of the industry. So that's a great example for those two. So uh, good luck to whatever you guys are doing. But (laughs) hey, distributors, I've got a question for you. That's right. Is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question with an immediate, absolutely it is. (laughs) (laughs) fake laughter Uh, you need to reach out to our pals over at promo pulse they can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy kirby you can customize it you can set it and then you all you have to do is forget about it you can do that in five minutes that's right Uh, learn more at promopulse.io slash amp all right kirby please tell me you have a non-yeezy topic for us to discuss
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've actually got a couple that I want to get to, so we can make a couple of these quick if you want. Um, So I will make them quick. Yeah. The Federal Aviation Administration confirmed uh, this week that it's given California startup Aleph Aeronautics, I don't think I'm pronouncing that right, essentially the green light to start testing an electric flying car making it mm-hmm. the, the first uh, approval of its kind. The Aleph's Model A vehicle, which can take off and land vertically and drive on a road at low speeds, now has legal fl- clearance to fly. The $300,000 car has already opened for pre-orders um, with uh, like $250 million of pre-orders already. So looks like it's $300,000. So I've got two questions. Number one, good idea. Number two, are you running out and putting in a pre-order? uh number two uh i'll start with number two then go back to the number
0: one N- and no i'm not because i don't have that kind of mad cheddar yo <laughs> um so no uh i'm not number one though i think it's an idea uh good bad i don't know i mean i think we've all been fascinated with the thought of flying cars since the jetsons the jetsons uh and so you know i think a lot of us thought we'd be here by now right yeah. that we'd be at flying cars i'd like to know more about it i you know the, my first thought is not that I, I, believe me, I'm the last guy that likes government regulation, but how high can they fly? How how do they make sure they're not, uh, you know, hitting each other? You know, are there other sky roads? How does this work? I'm fascinated by it. I think it's, a, I think this is a future mode of transportation, and what a fantastic way to not deal with traffic. But how how is that going to work if I'm here in Franklin, Tennessee? I get in my my hover car. Whatever they call it. I fly to downtown Nashville. How do I find a parking spot while other people are driving? How many accidents is this thing going to cause by (laughs) people just rubbernecking? Um, I love the idea. Want to know more about it. But I think it's I think it's an interesting way to maybe ease some congestion uh, on the road, especially in larger cities.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, again, this is the kind of thing that we've, especially, you know, of our age, Bill, that like that we've been talking about the flying cars. The idea that they didn't call it the Jetson or the Elroy, I think, is a big missed opportunity. Right. Um, right. But um, yeah, especially because, you know, the folks who are going to buy it are going to get that reference, I think, many Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, this is one of those things that I think we're such at the beginning stages there's so much more to know. But do at the end of the day, this is one that is marketing for shock value that I just think is super cool. Yeah so i'm all in on it so there you go okay awesome well
0: that was a quick one all right let's move on i am proclaiming the death of twitter (laughs) i am here right now twitter is dead that's right um i this came out last week kirby interesting to to me and maybe uh all four of our listeners or five of them i think five or ten is i think was the last count i got yeah yeah um limiting the amount of tweets a user can read so if you're a verified twitter account which means you pay for twitter blue at eight bucks a month or whatever the hell it is you get to read um uh, six thousand tweets a day they since raised that to ten thousand because people got all upset uh, if you're not verified, which most of us aren't, we're not customers of Twitter, you can read 600 tweets a day, and they've raised that to a 1,000. So Elon Musk, another uh, weird visionary, new const- said this, new constraints are an essential tool to curb extreme levels of data scraping from several hundred organizations and system manipulation. Now, the new Twitter CEO, Linda y- Yaccarino, uh is on board saying that when you have a mission like twitter you need to make big moves to keep strengthening the platform this work is meaningful and ongoing um interesting that this happens right as meta via instagram introduced threads which is like this new playground it's basically twitter a clean twitter Mm -hmm. uh, until we all muck it up because we always do um so that that just launched uh, as we recorded this that launched on Wednesday uh the fifth uh so Kirby I want your thoughts on this what do you think is Twitter dead am I
1: wrong? I'm proclaiming it dead I'm telling you right now it's dead. It is yeah I, I think it's 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 tough to say dead because you know people are still utilizing the platform. It sure. it, it is it is on a death march though and and I'll tell you like support. I, I, it's funny that you said Twitter's dead you gave the, when you went down this road, I, like yep. the idea of limiting the number of tweets you could read and all that stuff, I thought, well, that's just another dumb thing. That's not the reason that Twitter's dead. Twitter's dead because of threads. Like last night, I think you were on, I immediately downloaded yep. the platform. I agree with, it was delightful. <laughs> it was so really? fun to essentially get Twitter in the early stages, this threads, where it yep. was people who were exploring, it was like this little community of people who were like, well, how, does a, how do you post a link? And can you upload right. uh, things organically? And literally, it was I was watching it happen in real time. I am not a person to play on a platform for very long. I generally go yeah. in, post what I have to post, check in on notifications, maybe engage a little bit, and then I get off. I do that on purpose. I sat on threads last night for an hour and a half because it would because yeah. the vibe was really cool. I really enjoyed it. The reason Twitter is dead or on death death's door is because of threads, in my opinion. Because I'm like, like that is they've created a platform that is essentially the version of Twitter without well, Elon in the way. <laughs> so that's my Well, take.
0: and I think I think they've been marching, Twitter has been marching toward this end game. Uh, since Elon Musk got involved, to be honest with you, um, I I probably was on Twitter more than you. Yes. I have seen my I've seen the manipulation of what I see uh, in terms of what I want mm-hmm. to follow, and that's coming directly from Twitter. The yeah. things I'm seeing, yeah. Um, I don't follow Elon Musk. I don't want to see Elon Musk tweets. I just yeah. don't. I think he's a genius. I also think he's a couple tacos short of a combo platter. Yeah. So I really don't want to read his stuff. Um, I think the death knell really was this they can say we're limiting how many P, how many tweets you can read because we're trying to eliminate data scraping and all this other stuff there's probably some truth to that there always is but i also think it's a big giant load of horse shit because i think what they're really trying to do is saying if you like this platform you're going to have to pay for it and i really don't have an issue with that except you need to be transparent about it yeah. if you want people to pay for it just say hey we're limiting tweets until you're a customer that's fine yeah, but what I've really got the issue with is if you know, again, what what have we always said? If you're not paying for a platform, you are the data. You know, you're you. That's that's the payment. You're that's the that's the yeah. the uh, you are the product, right? Um, the thing that really occurred to me was I use Twitter a lot as a uh, a pat- platform of public service. So, we I, I mentioned early in the podcast we've had a lot of severe weather lately in Nashville. Yeah. And there is a Twitter account that called Nashville Severe Weather uh, RX, um, and it's really cool because they'll update things. They'll show you models and things like that. Hey, one for shelter. This line's coming. Here's when it's great for things like that. Yep. If I've hit my daily limit of a thousand, I can't see that. So you're you're unintentionally. I don't think it's intentional. Unintentionally, perhaps endangering the public because there it has always been that yeah. platform has always been a great source of news but i think threads is that final nail in the coffin twitter's gonna limp along for a while if you haven't gotten on threads it is the most seamless easy way to get on they integrate your data from uh instagram right on there you could follow everybody you follow on instagram i mean yep. it was magically easy to it do really So really i i am i am i am forgiving twitter the last rights. Yeah,
1: i I think I think there's a lot of truth to that one, brother. That was fun because I, right. I knew you, I, I I knew we'd be talking about threads because I was like I yeah. want to be early on that platform, and I I really I had fun with it last night. It was good.
0: Well, and my my thing is anytime there's a new platform, I try to get on it just to claim my name, whether I'm going to use it or <laughs> not. Time. I want to claim my name. Like I'm on the waiting list for Blue Sky. I don't even know what it is, but I want to claim my name. It's important. I, I did it mm-hmm. when when it did, all the brand new email platforms rolled out. So. Yeah. It's just one of those things I think is a good good uh, habit to uh, to get into.
1: Cool. All right. Um, let's let's jump to another kind of quickie topic. Um, I read this this morning and I just thought it was interesting. So Japan Airlines wants you to never again feel the agony of zipping a bursting at the seam suitcase and lugging it to the airport. Okay. 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 So yesterday the airline debuted its anywhere anywhere. So. Anywhere. The first one is spelled where W E A R. Um, it's a service that allows passengers to rent and receive clothes upon arrival in Japan. Yeah. So you won't have to bring as much. And the the idea behind it is what they're saying is they're offering it as a study to see if it will encourage folks to pack lighter, allowing its planes to burn less greenhouse gas spewing fuel. Plus, it seeks to reduce clothing waste and all that sort of thing too. So I wanted to, I have some thoughts about this idea and I know I'm just throwing it on you, Um, but the idea of a big long, you know, that's Mm -hmm. a big long trip for many of us. What do you think about the idea of an airline offering this type of service?
0: I love the idea, but it's doomed to failure. And I'll tell you why. People are so many different shapes and sizes. The thought of having to, Am I? have the clothes gonna fit? Am I gonna look good in them? Am I gonna feel comfortable in them? I think there's too many of those type of variables for it to work. Now, something I've actually considered, like for Vegas and things like that, is shipping my luggage mm-hmm. a day or two in advance and then shipping it back. I think that might be an interesting, <clears throat> an interesting service for JAL to do. Maybe uh, run. Uh, Playing, I mean, now I'm making, I'm overcomplicating their solution, uh, so we won't even go down that road. I was gonna say, you know, basically take just the luggage there and back. Yeah. But to your point, I I love the idea. I I would not take advantage of it because I know how I'm wired. I would be so stressed until I got the clothes I was renting, um, uh, on, and I felt like they fit. I just I I think clothes are too personal. I think of like mm-hmm. online shopping. If I'm getting shaving cream online, I know what that is. If I'm getting a shirt online or pants online or underwear online or whatever, I, you know, I'm always like, is that going to fit? Because I mean, I can get the same size t-shirt from the same Mm. manufacturer and wear three of them and all three of them fit differently. Mm. So I, you know, I, I don't see it working on that level, but I love the idea and I think it's cool. They're trying it. I'd be very curious to see how many people take them up on it.
1: Yeah. I, so I, I think all of your uh, concerns are legit. Um, that being said, I think it's brilliant on a couple ways. Oh, I do too. Um, Yeah. So, uh, cause I think there, you're right that there are people like you who would really stress about that. But then I think there are people like me who'd be like, okay, so in other words, I don't have to take sweatpants. I don't have to take like, very specific things that are just kind of one size fits all that will be less stuff. I have to think, okay, I'm not going to take workout clothes, workout clothes. I can, or whatever I can, I could get a, a segment of things that would allow me to pack lighter. Um, And then the other piece is just from a business perspective, I am fascinated when there's an opportunity to create service for uh, what feels like an obvious need. I'll I'll give you an example. Like, uh, Amy and I, we've, we've talked a little bit on this podcast. We do midterm rentals for people where they come in and they're coming in for, you know, 12 weeks to Coshocton to stay in one of our places. And one of the things that we've played around with is the idea of saying, Hey, if you're coming in for that and you want your fridge to be full, we'll go do shopping for you. So when you roll in, you don't have to go to the store to me, this now I know that you're saying milk is milk, beer is beer. You know, it doesn't have to fit. I, I totally hear that. That's why I said it was legit. Yeah. But yeah. anytime to your point that you can remove friction and add a service, Agreed. I think it could be, I I think this, this could be really interesting. And for what it's I, worth, just real quick, yeah. Um, yeah, travelers assemble their Japan trip wardrobe online by mm-hmm. choosing up to eight sets of business or business casual clothes for 28 yeah. to $49 each, just yeah. for, just for what that's worth. And it's delivered to the hotel where they can pick them up. So a yeah. little more details for what.
0: I think the idea, like you said, is a brilliant one. I love the idea, yeah. but we are not a one size fits all yeah. society yep. that, that to me, the amount of clothes they're going to have to have. Yeah. And then the amount of returns, these don't fit, these fit. I think it's doomed to failure because I just don't think enough people will take them up on it. And then the people that do, it's going to be like, I'm now I'm spending half my day uh, unpacking uh, or, you know, trying this on, trying that on instead of unpacking. Um, But I think I do, again, that doesn't mean they shouldn't try it. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to me, you know, don't listen to me at all. Yeah. I think it's a great concept. I think it's brilliant. Um, I just don't see it working, at least not in our country where we're all a little doughy um cool. is there any other topics you want to do we have Do you want to do another quick one i i don't have anything i'm, I do. I'm out i'm tapped out oh go like i said
1: i i had a bunch of quick ones so this is awesome. So i got one more one more go. um so again I'm 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 gonna read this taking an idea that has emerged from many stoner basements one australian entrepreneur wants to remake the olympics but with drugs he's calling okay. it the enhanced games um, okay. and so they, uh, they are, uh, wanting to provide a legal way so that, um, so that athletes can utilize all the performance enhancing drugs that mm-hmm. they can to enhance their right. performance. So yeah. it, it says the event will include five categories, track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the events website. Um, accuses traditional athletics of being anti-science and shaming enhanced athletes. So, really quickly, <laughs> the enhanced games. What do you think, man? Are you a? Are you gonna try and be a part of it, or and B? Would you watch? I think and by the way, yeah, yeah, you, you, you lie if you say you're not gonna watch.
0: Oh, I'd watch, but I mean, just out of pure, you know, same reason I used to watch American Gladiators. But, um, I, you know, here, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. I, it's, uh, for some reason my 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 Alexa is just going bananas in here. Sorry. Um, I, we're already watching the enhanced games because I think most of the athletes, and maybe that's unfair, are using some performance enhancing drugs in the Olympics, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about here, the Olympics so i'd rather see an actual clean olympics now that would actually interest me more if there was a clean there was pristine real just athletes being athletes and i'm not saying we've ever had that cuz i think there were performance enhancing stuff in 1908 you know what it was people you know taking you know chewing on whatever leaves or whatever <laughs> doesn't matter um so i i'm i'm fascinated i think where they're making the mistake is that what you said at the end there, um, you know, that uh, the, the what, what did you read what you said at the end that they were saying that the, the traditional games are what? Say that again.
1: They are being anti-science and shaming okay. enhanced athletes.
0: Yeah, I think you're going a bit far. I don't think they're anti-science, <laughs> nor do I think they're shaming people. I think that's ridiculous. To me, that that's just marketing gobbledygook designed to make two yuck monkeys like us talk about it. Uh, I'd watch it, but honestly, to me, it's just like I I don't need another sporting event at all. I I, I think we're (laughs) full. I'm full of sporting events now. We're done. We're done. Okay. What about you?
1: You know, I this is this to me is is funny fodder. The irony behind this is I think you're more likely to watch this than me. Um, there is no way I am watching combat sports with two roided up dudes. Like, that is oh, that sounds like the worst idea. And I like, again, I think it's funny, I think it's an interesting conversation, but yeah, I don't see it being a big link. But who knows? Like who knows? I said, like I said, I, I don't care about
0: roided up swimmers or roided up weightlifters, I assume they're already roided up anyway. Get me some American Gladiator stuff now you're cooking with gas now now you're doing something that's piping hot but you know what happens when it's piping hot kirby you gotta cool off you gotta get in that pool and when you get out of that pool you gotta dry off and there is no better way to dry off than with a canada towel that's right and we're talking today about that great epicolor Uh, Edge to edge sublimation, you can take any picture you want, any complex graphic you want, edge to edge sublimation, ginormous imprint area, you talk about a a traveling billboard, people are going to see that for, I I don't want to say miles, I haven't done the research, but possibly (laughs) miles away they're going to see that, and at a great cost point. Great cost effectiveness. So you want to learn more about that Epicolor Edge-to-Edge Sublimation, head over to towel.com. And again, if you're going to be in Chicago later this month for the ASI show, stop by booth number 331. See our pal Kirk Russell and all the fine folks over there at Kanada. They'll show you all the new wares that they've got, including that Epicolor uh, beach towel that sublimated beach towel. Kirby, I want to thank you for having encouraged the podcast with me, I want to thank all five and ten of our listeners for hanging with us today. That's right.